0: Hi, I'm Krishnan, and this is the Manageable Podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with students, faculty, staff, and alumni to give you a comprehensive picture into the life at University at Buffalo's School of Management. In today's episode, we speak with Shannon Alexander, a student in UB's full-time MBA program from Buffalo, New York. In our conversation, we talk about her first year experience in the MBA program, her summer marketing internship with Fisher Price, and some tips and tricks on managing stress as an MBA student. Shannon, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Vish. It's good to be here.
0: Hey, great to have you. Um, Shannon, before we get into the, the crux of the interview, I wanted to ask you about a very interesting thing that we learned about you in our research for this podcast. You are an accomplished musician who went to graduate school with a focus on vocal performance. Tell me, where did this interest in music come from?
1: Well, I have always loved music, always loved singing. My mom always says that my first solo happened when I was maybe about four years old. I was performing a Christmas concert with a a church choir, little, little kids up there singing. And apparently, everyone else got scared and stopped singing, and I kept singing. So I think I think it's just been something <laughs> that, that I've always loved to do. And that interest has just carried throughout my life. And then when it came about time for me to go to undergrad, I still had that love for music, still that love for, for performing, and thought, I think I'll get a degree in this. So that's what I did.
0: That's such an interesting way to start. A Christmas Carol... Being the only one on stage who who kept singing, um, you know, I I remember my own interest in in classical music uh, was influenced by my parents. My mother is a pretty good Indian uh, classical singer, my father loved listening to Western music. So that was an interesting childhood growing up. Um, you know, come to think of you know come to think of it, I heard my very first opera uh on our family's sony boombox it was uh, uh the italian opera singer i think uh luciano pavarotti, i'm pretty sure that i'm butchering that name pavarotti yeah. um performing a song um and i was just blown away by this new genre of music that i'd never heard of right um so so yeah we, we all have an interesting way we start with uh, you know the passions in our lives um so so music is your first love um Tell, you know, tell me a little bit about uh, your pre-MBA work experience in, in music because you mentioned you did your undergrad in it.
1: Yeah, um, so I, did, I got my undergrad degree in vocal performance. I actually have another graduate degree in vocal performance, so mm-hmm. I got that. And then I knew that in the US, I needed to move to New York City in order to pursue that career because there are a lot of opportunities there. So right. I moved to New York, and I was doing a lot of auditions, but I wasn't getting paid to audition and I was taking a lot of unpaid performance gigs. So I had to also get a a daytime job. So I kind of fell into a job working for Hunter College, was doing fundraising for them. And so while working at Hunter, was still trying to pursue that that opera singer career and auditioning like crazy and, and getting roles. But um you know, I just, after a while, it was really grinding me down. And then I ended up getting um, a full-time job at a classical music artist representation company. And that really let me see the other side of music as well, the business side of classical music. And I just saw that that road was going to be really grueling. It's, It's really tough for opera singers. You know, I give the ones that that stick with it so much credit because it's it's a tough life. Even when you make it, you're just you're just you're grinding away always to try to make a living. So I figured out that that's not what I wanted to do anymore as a career. I still mm-hmm. want music in my life on the side, but not as a career. So uh, I then ended up back in the nonprofit industry, and that's where I got my first taste of marketing and communication. And I really, really loved that role. Um, but it was a small nonprofit and there wasn't a lot of room for growth. And I was kind of hitting a wall in my job hunt. So that's kind of what led me to pursuing an MBA degree.
0: Right. So, you know, um part of the music industry, right? Trying to be uh trying to make it as an artist. It's a tough gig. I, I completely oh. get that. Um, eventually start to see the business side of things um through the various opportunities you had. Um um, but, you know, how was that shift in your head? Like, because it's, it's often you don't see a lot of people who are artists wanting to get into the business side of things, right? It, they're, they're treated as very separate things. There's almost a, a animosity between the two, like, oh, the business people are the dirty people, right? Um, yeah. In the end, you know, they have, they get a bad, bad rep. Um, so talk to us a little bit about how, how did that switch happen for you? And, you know, why an MBA? There, there are other Things that you could do, other degrees to pursue, even if it's just business. Um, so, how did that switch happen, and then why an MBA?
1: Yeah. um So I've always been interested in behind the scenes and how things work, and so maybe I think that sort of was where my interest in the business side of music came from. Mm-hmm. And so that got me in the door to that um, that one job. But then, as far as an MBA goes, um, you know, I. So like I said, after that musical um, artist representation company, I went on to this nonprofit and I was working in this marketing role. And I really felt like I wasn't getting the full scope of what, what marketing looked like. And I started talking to a friend. And you know, I had this idea, maybe I should get my MBA so I can learn more about marketing. And she had been thinking about going back to school as well. Mm-hmm. And she actually, my friend actually went and got her MBA before I did. She went abroad to get her MBA and just loved her experience. And that was really what, what pushed me into finally, finally doing it. Cause I had thought about it for a really long time. Um, and then also the pandemic hit. So it felt like the right moment.
0: Right. I was
1: re- yeah, I was I was ready for a change. Um, and I had been in New York for so long. I wanted to come back to the Buffalo area. It just it felt like all these events were culminating um telling me that an MBA would be the right decision for me
0: right um it's you know it's interesting that that you had someone uh close to you who who went through the experience it, it's almost like you know they were the experimental one um mm-hmm. and if they had had a pretty bad experience with it if you know maybe we wouldn't have Shannon in our program but yeah
1: um
0: but but you know it's interesting how uh you know her endorsement, almost uh, mm-hmm. of not even UB's program. Endorsement of just MBA as a general degree um, was enough to compel you to you know you know pursue it yourself. Now, a, a full time MBA is a long commitment, right? It's two years for many people, and and um, perhaps that's the reason why so many students think long and hard about, you know, what is it exactly that they're looking for in their ideal MBA program? Um, I'm sure uh, you also had a long list of requirements uh, of what you were looking for. Um, I, you know, obviously marketing and focus in marketing and marketing curriculum clearly would have been one of, one of them. Um, What was your criteria and how did UB's MBA program fit into that requirement?
1: Yeah. Well, I thought it was really important to pick a school kind of having my career on the other side in mind. So picking a school where I kind of wanted to end up geographically, that Mm -hmm. that made sense to me. So I was looking in the Western New York area. um, But then what really struck me, what I thought was really special about this program was all the people that I spoke to. So Gwen Applebaum from the Career Resource Center, I Mm -hmm. got on a call with her just as a prospective student. I don't think I had applied yet. And I was just struck by how how kind she was, how she carved out time for me to speak to me just as a prospective student. And then all of the alumni I reached out to were so responsive, they, you know, I had all these questions and all of them were like, let's get on a call, let's talk about this. So I thought, wow, this is really special if, you know, the alumni from this school, again, are just helping out a prospective student. And right. I feel like for an MBA program, the, the alumni network you're tapping into is really important. And so those were the two biggest factors for me. It was like the people, that was huge. Not only the people that work at, for the program, but the students graduating from the program were so kind and so warm. And then also just knowing that at the end of the day, I wanted to end up back in the Western New York area. I've been in New York so long and it just made sense to... Mm-hmm to go to school here. And then of course, UB has an amazing reputation. So it it just made
0: sense. Right, and I, I think you hit it on the nail when you said, you know, our, the program at UB is definitely very people-centric. Um, the experience uh, for a lot of our students is also, um, there's, there's this tremendous focus on team building and teamwork and, you know, working together. Um, so So you're right, and I think that culture kind of, you know, gets instilled in people for you know for two years and once you graduate out of the program there is this sense of i want to help out anybody else who's you know thinking about this commitment of two years um and yeah in in, you know in a in a in a in in the conversations i've had with other students too this is a very constant theme that yeah you know i reached out to student ambassadors i reached out to staff i reached out to alumni and everybody was so responsive so um you know it's it's such a common theme in the conversations I have here now. Um, you know, a lot of people have uh, a focus on soft skills. They want to become better leaders. They want to learn, you know, leadership skills, um, communication skills. Obviously, those things are you know critical and, and one of the reasons why people select an MBA, um, especially those with a non-business background, right? Um, but there's also this need to understand core business concepts and subjects, right? And I think that that's kind of rings true for you, too. Um, What have been some of your favorite classes in the program so far and and why?
1: Yeah, I loved organizational behavior with Professor Means.
0: Right. Again, a people centric. uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So that was a great course. But in terms of like the harder skilled class uh, classes, loved data modeling. And um, again, when I was speaking to alumni, they said, you gotta take this class. It's one of the best classes in the program. And so I signed up last semester and I was a little apprehensive um, because Mm -hmm. I don't come from a business background. And yeah, I was a little scared, but it ended up being just such a rewarding experience. It was challenging it really pushes, it really pushed me out of my comfort zone, but I learned so much, and I feel like I used those skills this summer in my internship, and I know Mm -hmm. that I'm going to use them throughout my career, so that's really a class that's stood out to me.
0: Yeah, um, Professor Tim Main's class, um, it's one of the, the first classes we take uh, in the MBA program, and um, truly, like he's an exceptional teacher and that class is so interactive and you learn so much just by attending, you know, those one hour sessions. Um, definitely, definitely a, a great uh, uh, learning experience. And yeah, uh, data modeling, evergreen. Um, this is a class that I think a lot of internships actually look for. Uh, people do ask questions about it during interviews like okay you know what is your data modeling experience uh, what are some of the projects that you've done and and the class is structured in such a way that you know you actually solve actual business problems using the skill sets that you're learning in class so it's really well well structured that way for sure um mm-hmm. now you know those are those are great classes um, coursework is definitely one way to learn core business concepts um, but the ub program also focuses quite heavily on experiential learning right um what have been some of the opportunities you have taken advantage of uh, you know let's say outside of classes and and why did you choose them
1: yeah um so i i'm a member of consulting club i joined last semester and i'm actually on the e-board now um i'm the director of marketing for consulting club mm-hmm. and i joined i joined that club because i thought it would be um a great way to work with other students in the program. Because, you know, in our first year, we're, we do a lot of uh, work with our core team, our corporate champions team. So it was a good opportunity for me to uh, work with some other students, get to know them better. But it was also a great opportunity to network with business leaders in the area and just some really interesting projects. Like this past semester, it, we did a project with uh, Rich's products, helping mm-hmm. them kind of re-examine their um, performance evaluation system in their HR department. So it's just really fascinating. And like you said, that you're getting that experiential experience, you know, because you have your coursework. So now with Consulting Club, I got to really apply a lot of those skills that I had learned um, in the various classes. So that was really, really fulfilling. And I'm really excited about this coming semester because we're going to be admitting um, some more second years and and first years, so we'll get to know uh, first year students, which again, often we don't have a lot of contact with students mm-hmm. from another year. So I'm I'm really excited about that, and uh, I'm also part of Leader Corps, and I I joined that because again, that was another uh, program that alumni that I spoke to just really spoke highly of, said it was such right. a great experience, um, and that local. Um, Local employers really look for leadership skills, and this is a great way to to show that that I've I've worked on those skills. So, I yeah, I'm I'm really glad that I was able to right. to carve out time for those two things.
0: Yeah, um, those are great examples, by the way, and and you know, it's wonderful how you've taken advantage of so many opportunities that are available. Um, another thing that's pretty unique to the program. Uh, I think is is the emphasis on collaborative competition. I know that sounds like an oxymoron um, uh, in some sense, but you know even though you are competing with other students, you are encouraged to problem solve together, uh, you know study together, even solve some of the assignments together. Um, tell us a little bit more about your cohort. you know uh, what what have been some of your favorite things about uh, your peers in in, in your cohort?
1: Yeah. I mean, just going back to before I applied, I got this really good sense. The program's full of really supportive, warm people. And that has been my experience with, with my cohort. Um, we're all looking out for each other. I have a specific memory of the finance midterm. I was panicking. Um, that was, I, I will admit, it was not my strongest course. I I really struggled in that class. Um, but I, you know, I told one of uh, a member of our cohort, I, I confided in her, I, you know, just saying, I'm really nervous. And she said, you know, I feel pretty confident in this class and I, if you want, I can help you. Um, we can go through some problems together and study. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was like, she wasn't really getting any discernible benefit out of helping me out. And I'm guessing this is,
0: this is not someone who was in your team.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't someone on my corporate champions team. This was just another member of our of our class that that helped me out. Um, and it was so nice. And I she sat with me like I think it was two full days almost of just going through problems and her explaining them. And I walked into the midterm and I that dread went away. Like I felt ready. I was so prepared. I walked in there. I definitely did better than I would have if I hadn't had her help. So there's just there's moments like that where I I'm sure you feel this way too. There's the people in our in our uh in our class have just been so lovely, like just so willing to help.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um but you know that's also true for you. Um and and you have been helping you know your your fellow students too. I I hear that you love practicing and teaching yoga and have Mm -hmm. actually held a few free relaxation and meditation meditation sessions for fellow students. Um, Now I'm sure that was much appreciated (laughs) by a lot of students uh, uh, you know in the cohort. Tell us what what have been a a few things that have helped you manage and what you know what I'm sure was a busy and stressful few semesters in the program.
1: Well I practice yoga too so um, see if I'm a teacher but I also every morning before class, I do a short, uh, yoga and meditation session. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps set the tone for the day. Um, you know, this program, as you know, Vish is, it can be stressful at times. So oh, yeah, <laughs> it's good to, it's good to have those things that, you know, um, are just going to help you better deal with that stress. So yeah, my yoga and meditation practice is really great. Um, I always tell people like get outside because sometimes it feels like we're stuck in Alfero like all day, cause we have back-to-back classes and we're meeting with our groups, but just even for a few minutes, I, I need for myself and I recommend it to others. I have to get outside, breathe some fresh air, even mm-hmm. when it's cold out, like feel the sun on your face. You just, you have to do things like that. Like it just, it really does help sometimes to just step away. From your work just for a few minutes and right. take a walk outside and then I would just say another thing is like to lean on people in the program they're going through the same thing as you probably you know we're all this in the first year of the program we're all taking the same classes and uh and even in the second year a lot of us will be taking the same electives so yeah you know, really just lean on your fellow students because they know exactly what you're going through and then you don't feel so alone. So that that makes the stress feel more manageable.
0: Right. Um, And and speaking of stressful things, uh, one of the most important things that students are encouraged to focus on along with classes is looking for a summer internship. Um, How was the experience of internship search for you? Uh, And any suggestions for students on conducting a successful internship search?
1: Yeah. I would say really take advantage of the CRC. They were really great. Um, Pam was such a huge help to me in my intern- internship search. Mm-hmm. Um, she was urging me to apply to certain internships. Um, and I did a ton of uh, mock interviews with her leading up to um, to my my interview for my internship this summer.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: I would say just really really take advantage. They're there to help us. Um, and then also reach out to alumni. Um, like if there's a place that you're targeting for an internship, then you know, have some networking calls because again, our alumni really they want to help.
0: Right. Um, you know, and and all that hard work and all that networking certainly paid off. Um, you recently completed a summer internship with Fisher Price. Uh, a very well, comp- uh, you know, very well-known brand and company um, in in Western New York. Um, tell us a little bit about the organization and what was your role with them over the summer.
1: Yeah, so sure. As everybody knows, Fisher Price is a toy company. Um, it's owned by Mattel, and I was working on the global branding team for baby gear this summer. Mm-hmm. And so the interesting thing is. Um, actually, baby gear is very different from the other departments at Fisher-Price because it's kind of like a furniture company within a toy company. Wow. So yeah, so it's really interesting. Um, and I found out too that each department at Fisher-Price is almost like kind of its own mini business under this bigger umbrella of Fisher-Price. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was just a really great experience. Um, you know, they really brought me on and, and treated me like a full-fledged member of the team. And I, I got a lot of um, great learning opportunities, a lot of, I, I got to do this capstone project where um, my group and I presented in front of the entire business of Fisher Price. Um, so they really value their interns and they really try to give you you know the fullest experience so it it was
0: just it was wonderful wow that's that's wonderful to hear and uh, you know fisher price definitely looks for uh interns from ub uh, i think they highly value the students uh in the mba program in particular um so you've completed your first year in the program and have now completed a successful internship in marketing slash you know branding um, what are some ways in which you feel that you've grown over the over the past twelve months?
1: Oh wow! Um, well, I mean, I'm delving into subjects that because I I don't have a business background that I had no prior experience with. Um, By
0: finance being one of them.
1: Yeah, finance being one of them. <laughs> I've never taken a finance class before or an accounting course. Um, and then even my my prior experience in Uh, marketing for that small nonprofit. Um, Just, you know, the class we took are with Chuck and even this internship over the summer just showed me that there are other, there are many other facets to marketing. There's so many different roles and opportunities out there, which I, I didn't even know were available. So it's kind of the program and the internship have really broadened my horizons and Mm -hmm. yeah, just taken me places where, I didn't know i could go or um you know just showing me things that are available that i, I just didn't know about so right. that's been really great it's really stretched me
0: yeah um you know so at the beginning of our conversation you mentioned that there, you know there were certain criterias and, and ways in which the ub program you know uh fit what you were looking for um, out of your business school experience um, how has the the program been a good fit for you now? Like, you know, after having gone through a year in it, um, ha- have your feelings changed if they haven't changed? Uh, you know, have they, have they improved? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think my feelings have changed. I still think it's a really good fit for me. Um, and you know, just as I thought when I applied the people have been the people in the program, I, I feel like really make it. So the professors and the CRC and our fellow students um, have just been so great, so supportive. And yeah, I think maybe, yeah, maybe it just kind of solidified and, you know, reinforced what, what I had thought in the beginning, you know, it's, right. it's just been a good experience.
0: Well, that's, that's great to hear. Um, and I think that's, you know, um, uh something I hear a lot, thankfully on, on this podcast. Um, so now that you're starting your second year, um, you will be able to select courses that help you concentrate in a field of your choice. Um, I think it's safe to say marketing is on the horizon as a concentration, but, uh, what else, uh, in, in addition to marketing?
1: Um, maybe consulting. I'm not sure. Um, consulting club. I also decided to join because I thought, Here's a way to explore that career field that i'm not super familiar with mm-hmm. and i've really enjoyed my experience in that club as well so and you know and looking at the um in the course booklet it seems like a lot of the consulting classes kind of they piqued my interest so so perhaps also a, a consulting concentration we'll see
0: wow um and and what would be your advice to our listeners, um, especially career switchers, uh, people with a non-business background who are considering an MBA, um, you know, who are also considering options for which MBA program to apply to? What what would be your advice to those people?
1: Um, I would say, think about where you want to go, because at the end of the day, it's it's a degree, it's school, it's going to end. So, I mean. It, it's hard to know, right, exactly what you want to do, but maybe have an idea of a direction you want to go in and let that inform you in which program you're going to choose. Mm-hmm. And and I would say, too, like, make sure that you find a school that does have a strong alumni network, because a lot of times that is that is how you find a job, is through other people, because, you know, otherwise sometimes your resume just falls down a black hole. Right. Um, so I, I would say those... Those are my two biggest pieces of advice and talk, talk to people that went to school there. Mm -hmm. Like talk to them. That'll give you a really good idea of what it's like to go to school there.
0: Right. Those are great pieces of advice. And I think it'll, you know, definitely help a lot of our listeners. Um, And finally, Shannon, um, I think I would be doing our listeners a disservice. If I don't ask you to at least sing a verse or two of your favorite song for us uh, here on the podcast today. Um, so here I am asking, mm-hmm. would you mind serenading us um, with just a, you know, just a little tiny, tiny bit?
1: Sure. So I have a lot of favorite songs. So I'll just, I'll just choose one of them. Yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, it's hard to choose, but, but I'm happy to sing a few lines from it. Okay, here we go. I am a poor way stranger traveling through this world below there is no sickness toll no danger in that fair land to which i go
0: wow tears in my <laughs> eyes i am i am crying such a beautiful voice um Shannon thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing your experiences. If our listeners want to follow your journey, where can they find you?
1: Yep, so I'm on LinkedIn. Um I'm Shannon Alexander. I go to UB obviously. Um but I believe my handle has my middle name in it too. So Shannon Richie Alexander. If you can, if there's a ton of Shannon Alexanders, you can All right.
0: Great. Um well Shannon, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners are going to benefit from this conversation a lot. Yeah. Thanks for
1: having me, Vish.
0: Thank you. And thank you for listening to manageable podcast produced by the office of strategic marketing and enrollment management university at Buffalo. For more information on our program and offerings, visit management.buffalo.edu. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or would like to share comments and suggestions, please write to us at kopalak2 at buffalo.edu. That's G-O-P-A-L-A-K-2 at buffalo.edu. Hope you have a great day and we will see you in the next one.